Good day everyone. Welcome to another episode of Pillow Talks with Lay. Last week, we did talk about human person's freedom, what are the types of freedom, the different perspectives of taking freedom, and the different ideas of philosophers in freedom. For this week's episode, it is somehow related to freedom, especially on our own choices. This week, we will talk about the human person and the consequences of his or her free choices. Let's get right into the topic. Here we go. Our topic for this week will begin like this. Last week, I gave an example about how we use our freedom in the same situation and we concluded that we have the same freedom in the same situation. But it will be a different matter on how we will choose to use our freedom because every choice that we make has its own consequences. The story about human freedom is not yet complete. We already know the foundation in understanding that freedom both has a social and existential dimension and that the exercise of these freedoms eventually led to the consolidation of our personalities, like what Kierkegaard said. Simply put, our freedom to make choices and the results hereof shapes who we are, like Sartre said. As such, in addition to acting upon our freedom, by exercising our capacity to choose for ourselves, there is the equality important task holding ourselves responsible for the consequences of our choices. Choosing our life direction is only the first part of the story. It is not even the hardest part. For more challenging part of this freedom is the responsibility that comes with it. The more challenging exercise of freedom by asserting one's own personal choices is no different from acting like a selfish teenager. Kierkegaard speaks of this kind of freedom of self-choice as one that can only be completed when it is performed before another person. One cannot fully commit to the difficult process of consolidating one's personality unless it is done before a witness who will hold him accountable for his choices. In other words, our commitment to the choice that would direct our life path is strengthened by knowing that there is someone out there gazing at us, checking whether or not we are consistent with our choices. The case of Kierkegaard, who has set out a direct and radical relationship with God, the process of realizing oneself is grounded in the recognizing gaze of the great judge. The exercise of freedom is a social act. For example, your family has your savings for the whole year. You notice that your friend brought a new bike so that he can go wherever he wants. Unlike you who have nothing, so you also decided to buy one for yourself. With just like that, your family's whole year savings reverted back to nothing. In this action that you made, you will just ask yourself, Am I aware of this consequence of my choices as soon as I act on them? 
Will I be able to answer the grievances of those who will be hurt by these consequences? Will I be able to face people with a dignified and resolved stance when I am chastised, criticized for my choice? Will I give a reasonable answer to their questions? And this is where the exercise of responsible freedom will come in. Responsibility comes from two words, response and ability. Responsibility is the ability to respond. The presence of another as a witness to my actions is what gives meaning to my freedom. Freedom is not freedom unless there is another who recognizes it. Just like our example, you didn't first consolidate your parents if they agree to your choice so in the end, you will have a question about your action that will not be answered anymore. The recognizing gaze of another exerts a gentle pressure on you to solidify your choices into a lifelong commitment of acting on it. And like on our previous topics, the exercise of freedom is an embodied action. As we have said above, existentialists go beyond idealism. Freedom is not an idea we talk about. It is something we enact because it is we, our embodied selves, who enact. To sum it up, freedom can only be genuine when one takes responsibility for it. It is responsible when it is done socially, declared in broad daylight before witnesses. It is responsible when one commits oneself to fulfilling it before witnesses. It is responsible when one is prepared to defend it with good reasons. Did you learn other ideas in our episode for this week? Did you enjoy it? Let me know by just leaving a comment. Please like the video and don't forget to subscribe and hit the notification bell so that you will be updated to my future videos and episodes that will talk about philosophy. Thank you for listening and see you again for another episode of Pillow Talks with Clay. Paalam and mabuhay. Peace out.